We got a new episode of Odds and End Zones coming at you, the 17th episode. We've been doing this for 17 weeks, dude. Look at I'm us. Seamus Clancy, joined here by my boy Zoe. Zoe, what's up? What's up, brother? Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, uh, yeah. For those out there recording this early Thursday afternoon, probably listening to this maybe Friday morning, so mm-hmm. be a little NFL fix before the weekend. Seven, episode 17, man. 17 weeks in the books. It's a, that's, a, that's the NFL season. Yeah, basically. Yeah. It goes so quick, man. I, I feel like sometimes um, we we kind of we take it for granted because it's it's every day, but 17 weeks is not that long at all. We're yeah. mowing right along. Yeah, today came out the 100th episode of From the Bleachers. Yeah, congrats. That's wild. That's, that's even crazier, too, if you think about it. You know, you, it's uh, a lot of the content, you know, the guests – um talking was, solo by yourself for 20 minutes is uh <laughs> until i started doing the podcast i never realized how hard it is for anyone who does a podcast without a guest or just yeah. solo without a without a co-host it's yeah i, I can't imagine right. going back and listening to those early podcasts because yeah. they're probably just a complete abject disaster whereas <laughs> now they're a little bit better and when i have a guest on or someone on it goes a little bit more smoothly like too. even with um you know there's a lot of like there's a lot of guys who who just started out like if they went back and listened to their previous pods probably sound just like utter messes because it was just them like even if you get a producer at least it's not just you anymore you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. um so I, yeah you can only imagine what a lot of those a lot of these like popular pods sounded like when it was just one dude talking to in the space yeah, the first BS report way back on ESPN was probably trash. Yeah, for Simmons, <laughs> you know it was garbage. The first episode of Part of My Take probably sucked. So, oh, you, like, know, you know, the first part of my take was absolutely <laughs> terrible. Uh, what'd you do for the games last weekend? I was uh, I talked about it from the bleachers, and I'm sure if you have the internet, you saw that I was I got engaged this past weekend, Friday yes, night. Very did. long time coming. Very excited. Very happy yeah, to be with yeah. my. I've only called her my girlfriend once or twice since then, which is I, as soon as it happened, I was like, I'm definitely going to call you my girlfriend. That's not bad. That's not bad. So my fiance Ashley, uh, we got engaged on Broad Street where we had met at the Eagles Super Bowl break. Yeah. Went out Friday night, celebrated Saturday. Went up to Garage Fish Town, watched the two games: the Tennessee Cincy game and San Fran Green Bay up at Garage Fish Town, chilling. Yeah. That's um, dope. Yeah. Yeah, we stayed. Um, we just ordered a bunch of food both days, and, and um, you know, stayed home for them. I, I think it's um, the Saturday games were fun because it was Saturday night. And you had something to do. Saturday night, Saturday night. Yeah, yeah Saturday night's always Saturday night, right? And then the Sunday games were like still felt like Sunday, but they were. It was it was just fun football all around. Yeah, it was a really fun football weekend. Um, Definitely a redemption from Wild Card Weekend. I wasn't a big fan of Wild Card Weekend. I think I told you. Stump. Eagles, yeah. hand up. Hand up, yeah. Eagles. You're the chief offender here. Right. <laughs> right. Um, last weekend was like they owned, you know, football owned the weekend last weekend. It was, it was incredible. And then, um, you know, you just hope they follow it up this weekend. I have a, I have a sneaky – we'll get into it, but I have a sneaky suspicion that a lot more people who pick chalk are going to get the chalk that they wanted this weekend. But yeah, um, you know, I, I think that um, if you're NFL purist or just you know someone tuning in for for some good watch last weekend, you got exactly what you wanted. I looked up, or someone tweeted one of those uh, you know sports business insider people said forty something million people watched 
the ends of the Kansas City Buffalo game. Yeah. And I did the math real quick, and it was like 18% of the country was watching that game at the at the end. That's insane. That's, That's wild. Insane. And if you think about it, you know, you gotta go back to it's like, like mash is on. Mash I was about to say, on. yeah, like, like who's <laughs> who's watching the match finale? Who's watching the Seinfeld uh series finale? You know, who's watching the presidential address, regardless of which president it is, but um had to have that audience share at that time of day. Like people were I like I've you know, I have family group chats and like friend group chats, people were just like, Yo, are y'all watching this? Like you, you know, is everybody watching this game? It's it's nuts. You haven't you haven't heard that. There hasn't been that kind of excitement in a long time. Like I, I think um the last time, like in, in recent memory, like the last time where um anything was that fun. I think it was it might have been Bucks sons maybe game five or maybe game six but the game where uh Giannis caught the the alley to basically yeah, that, was insane, like that, yeah. that was um that was a fun 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 sports night I think a lot of the country was like oh my god like this is a really really fun game to watch I, I like games like that regardless of who you were yeah. like I think that that's good for any sport regardless of what sport you are I was thinking about this earlier today, and it kind of is on that vein, I guess, of this most remarkable game that I'm sure is kind of a flashball memory for a lot of people. They remember what they were doing, yeah. what they were watching, who were they with was. And it was funny at the time, Jeff McDeb, our boy Jeff McDeb, was <laughs> boy Jeff hashtag, hashtag the most important game ever. Yeah. Was, uh, Cavs Warriors in 2016 Game 7. That really is yeah. Uh, yeah. one of the maybe the best sporting event I've ever seen. And it really was probably the most important sporting event in my life in terms of the NBA is even what are we six years later is so different now, but the the legacy conversation is different now too. With just yep. there's even more team movement than there was player movement, I should say, than there was then. And you know that's the biggest game of all time between yeah, either sure. have the greatest team this this they solidify themselves as the greatest team of all time, or this dude solidifies himself as the best player of all time. It's just not going to be that. And I, I think um, you know the way, way back to um, like our first Saturday night NBA game when the Warriors were in their, their run. And um, you know, the famous clip of, of Steph pulling up from almost half court, hitting that three against OKC. Oh my God. That was, was that OT or end of regulation? That was regulation. That was regulation. It was like, it was literally like two seconds left. And he was like, you know, uh, our guy, Mike Green. They were wearing the uh, sleeve jerseys, I believe, yep. that game. They, yep. they were gray, I think. And he was like, he's got timeout if he wants to use it. Literally almost half court. And that like that was another another super fun night. It was I, I love I love nights like that. And especially when it happens in prime time. I just think it's a it's, it's a different vibe all around. Yeah. Do you think we're getting anything like this this weekend? I will say I went Straight up, went 0-4 last week. Yeah. <laughs> Not good. I, I will say I did take – I didn't bet any of the games yeah. last weekend on the spread or money line, but I did take uh, – on, on the show last week, I took yeah. the Bengals spread, even though I took Titans yeah, just, uh, yeah. to win. So I will say – and the things that really matter, the spread, since we are uh, the most serious gambling podcast in the land, I only went 1-3, so I can live with that. But uh, we did the BGN – uh, the writers poll uh, pool yep. every week. I, I was tied for the lead with the community. So it's either everyone that reads the, the website is as smart as everyone who, who writes <laughs> for the website. So I had, I was tied for the regular season lead, but I went on for uh, last week. Uh, I, so. um, 
I my 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 early thought is uh we are we're gonna get a shootout in in Bengals Chiefs. Um and for the first, are, I mean the first Bengals Chiefs game is one of the was maybe the best two or three games of the season. Because you have I'm thinking the the Raiders Chargers goes down easy. in yes. the most infamous game yeah. we'll ever see. Maybe. For sure. But I, I think that that first that was James. <laughs> that might have been the first game in his first NFL game of the of 2022. That was I think like January 2nd. Um when Jamar Chase had 266 receiving yards, a couple TDs. They um I, I forget how much offense they combined for, but yeah, I, I think I think it's gonna be another shootout. I, I don't um I don't know if I'm ready to pick the Bengals yet. You know, I, I love the Bengals. I love Joey B and, and, and what they're doing. Um, honorary black guy. Honorary, clearly, <laughs> clearly, yo. The pick of him with uh, like the the white quarterbacks, like the, the two backups, <laughs> and the pick of him with Jamar and some of the receivers when they yeah. clinched the division was so. I would say one of us. I I um. That's like I the picture to. of me and you at the prep versus a picture <laughs> of me and It's like me, you, and Howie when we were speaking. <laughs> when I went to um, – I posted a story of him uh, doing the Get the Gat dance and uh, Shire – shout out to Shire. Uh, he replied and was like, Joey B was a huge get for white guys like me. <laughs> yes, like like uh, like Chappelle Rachel draft. We like yeah. – he's like he was, he was the Andrew Luck of white guy prospects. <laughs> Right, he was he was a no brainer. Right, he's no brainer. Yeah. For that. You know, we 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 saw our shot, and we took it. <laughs> um, listen, man, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they pulled it out. Honestly, I I, I feel like uh, I'm so I'm so chief pill though. Uh, after really, last I'm 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 anti. I'm just over it. <laughs> like I'm, I know they're unbelievable. Well, what we said, I said last week to save myself and my bad pick. So I said the yeah. Bills. Kansas City game was going to be the Super Bowl, and I think yeah. based on how that game played out, a lot of people agreed. And it just seems, um, I don't know. And, and I want to. I'm going to pick Kansas City because I want Cincinnati to win. And I, I listen. I, I last week I thought they were going to hit their demise when, when, um, you know, when that game was in its in its infancy, I was like, yeah, Buffalo is not scared. Like they, they'll probably they might pull this out, but yeah, I'm so scared to pick against them. But I, I think that. I, I love the Bengals. I think I think if they they would if they pull this out, would not be surprised. Like it's going to be it's going to be talked about as being an upset, but I don't think that they're going in thinking it's going to be upset if they win. They're ready. They're not. They're not scared. They. I mean, they've already beat this team once, so why would they be scared? Like it's literally the same exact team. They're plus two sixty money line. I do like that. Yeah. Like in in comparison, San Francisco is a three and a half point dog against the Rams, and their money line is plus one fifty. Like I'd almost rather just take the, the plus three and a half rather yeah, I would than say, I would money line. Uh, but I do like the Cincinnati plus 260. And the over-under, 54 and a half. Uh, you know, a nice little – I mean, again, maybe just fade me. Uh, but <laughs> if you're just – again, like sometimes I bet not just to win money but as a clear rooting interest. And I think a lot of people do that as well. I'm not, you know, yeah. bankrolling units. I'm just yeah. saying like I'd rather – Throw some cash on this team because I want them to win. You want them to win. So, uh, a little over and Cincy money line parlay. It could be in my future. Plus yeah, fifty-four I, I and a half. I think they think they get over that. Yeah, yeah, easily. I think that over is going to hit pretty early too. I think um, I first half much, overs. Yeah, I, I don't see much. This is a perfect game for me because I don't see my defense being played at all. Like that. Like good. I always say, no one best, needs defense stinks. No defense does stink, dude. The best the best defense is a really good offense. So that's it's gonna be a perfect game for us to watch. 
And Jamar Chase to score a TD is minus 115. Not the greatest odds in the world, but feels like a lot. And, um, you know, I, we haven't heard if um, Teron Matthews is going to be playing, but you saw that secondary without him last week. My God. I mean, they, they, they Gabriel Davis looked like prime Tory Hall. Bro, they, I cannot believe how out of place and just lost every single person in that secondary look. And if one, like if one man makes that big a difference, and they wind up not having him this weekend. I can't imagine how you even have any kind of confidence in them being able to stop uh, Jamar Chase because, yeah, it's, it's going to be it's going to be ugly if they don't have him. It might be ugly with him, but it's going to be even uglier if they don't have him. What's your preferred Super Bowl matchup? I I actually would love would love to see Bengals and Niners. I think mean, that'll be a lot. That's of a, that's what I want, which means it's going to be Kansas City, LA. Oh yeah, we're going to get Kansas City in. in the but I think there's the history too of the yeah. iconic Joe Montana for maybe from some people. I'm kind of an old headed heart, old soul in terms of knowing old games and worshiping ESPN Classic. But I believe the 1982 Super Bowl, uh, yeah. Joe Montana leads a drive down the field. To beat Cincy in the Super Bowl, it's John Taylor scores the winning touchdown uh, for the 49ers. You know, and kind of Montana becomes Montana at that moment. That's a lot of history. That it's a lot of history. There's some history between those teams, which I like. Yeah. And I think it would be a lot of fun to see. There's some some new blood in the in the Super Bowl. Right? I feel like um, you know, no one's ever sent a text message about the Bengals winning the Super Bowl. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it would be that. I don't know. I feel like that's. That's also what keeps your game going, you know, like for all those years where people were just like, oh, the Bulls are going to make it again. You know, like, Bull, the Bulls Yeah, I, I need some fresh blood. And, yeah. and that's what I like about the NFL historically is other than the Pats, there's more turnover. There's more parity than the NBA where, yeah. um, you know, the 2019 or uh, 2020 finals, 21 was the first time we didn't get this. Like last season was the first time we didn't get. LeBron, Steph, or Kobe oh. in the final since you know 2007 or whatever it was. I'm talking on both sides of my mouth too because if you know if if the chips fall our way and we get the next four four years of Embiid and Harden versus whoever in the finals, I, I won't be upset at all. <laughs> so so again, Adam Silver going to nix the trade, right? Adam Adam Silver going to pull going to pull the 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 ultimate Davis Stern and, and say uh uh-uh. uh. Uh, and at the at the twenty fifth hours, we're, we're, I'm waiting. For I'm, lo- it. I'm locking myself to the doors of the NBA office. <laughs> That's right. Getting arrested. The ultimate lock in. We're ready. I got nothing else to think, lose. So, do you think they get hardened? I I wrote a whole newsletter about like I don't know if they're gonna get hardened. And then like within twenty five minutes of sending it out, I was like, oh James James Harden says he doesn't want to be in anymore. Not only is he not going to sign an extension, he's probably going to go right to free agency. And I was like, oh. yeah, I said. <laughs> I, um, in talking to people way smarter the than, than us, yeah, and re- reading the, the tea leaves, right? A lot of people seem to think that it's actual smoke. Um, I think they are going to get them, man. I, I really do. I have a, um, I have a Phillies Bryce feel about this where I, 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 I like the comp. I like the comp. You know, I, I feel like there's. There's a lot of smoke there. I feel like they want them, and I, and I feel like their the biggest opportunity to get them is in the off season. The Nets aren't going to fill any trade offers. I do believe that. There's no way they'll fill trade offers for him. Um, 
especially with KD being out. If KD was healthy and they were struggling, I, I actually think it'd be a different scenario, but um, he's going to be out probably for another month or so. So I I do think they'll keep the hold on to him to at least the end of the season. But I do get a feeling that um, once free agency hits, he's going to hit the open market and, and Maury's going to do literally everything within his power to get him. This is a thing that I, like only people like me that are like, so hey, don't worry about what number do you think he would wear here? I'm, t- I'm looking up. So he wore 13, obviously, his whole pro career. Wore yeah. 13. ASU wore 13 in high school. But uh, and it looks like in one of the U.S. select practices, he wore number 12. And obviously, that's close to number that's, Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, he won 13. That's for Wilt, who for Wilt, yeah. you, may, you might claim he's not alive. but Who, uh, uh, who is not alive. Never lived. Who does not exist. Who never exists. Does not exist. Right. And then, obviously, three uh, can't wear that. Uh, so number 12, I think he'd be... I think, uh, I think he'd be, be nice number 12. 12. 12 fits him. He does. You know what? He <laughs> He's a bitch. Uh, he, he's a bit thick, T-H-I-C-C. So I, I think he is a nice double number guy, you know, so I, a 12 would fit him well. Um, and in this situation, obviously, Tobias is gone, and that's why. Right. In this situation. Like, no one, right. The worst number 12 in Sixers history, with literally with a lot of bad number 12s, to be honest. Thank you. Thank you for your service, but we'll, we'll see you. We'll see you never. Oh, I'm sorry. Thanks. <laughs> uh, do you think they think Ben's here at their deadline? They, see, I kind of like the idea of you throw him for a little package. You see how that playoff run goes with the package. If you don't like that, you flip that little package again in the offseason. Uh, yeah. I don't I don't think it's gonna happen, but that would be my move. I think they would I think the ultimate hard tell is going to be if they're able to come off the Tobias deal, um, you know, for like a John Collins or whomever. Um, but I do think they will. I, I think they're more likely to do what you just said, you know, um, get rid of Ben and get some combination of some serviceable guys who are on um, very you know, the King's package. package. Take a King's package and you know, whatever happens, whatever happens in this run, you're fine with because the summer is our, I mean, summer is where our big fish is going to be. So if you need to flip a Halliburton and a couple of picks or or whoever you get in that deal, you can um, and go after Harden. But I I really do think the biggest tell in how they feel about their chances with Harden is going to be if they're able to come off the Tobias deal. Get that Harden, Meek, and Devontae Smith pick at the Eagles opener next year. Yeah, we. That's that's sadly Michael Rubin will sneak in. <laughs> I know you saw my tweet. I was like, how funny would it be if Rubin happens to be the key to it all? Like the guy, the guy who somehow knows every single person happens to be the one that Harden's like, yeah, like I talked to Rubin, and you know he he really did it for me. Um, but this, it, you know what? It also would be a different energy to the city, man. Like we we need you know, kind of an influx of just like new energy and and some new blood. Like it's going to be tough with who knows what, what baseball is going to look like because that lockout, I just read last night that that lockout might go into their their supposed regular season. And, yeah, spring um, training is definitely effed up. Yeah, spring training is, yeah, spring training might be chalked like for good, um, at, at least at, at, at this current moment. And, um, you know, everybody's going to have a, Regardless of the draft, people are going to still have a, a sour taste in their mouth about the birds. So, like, I don't know. I feel like a, a, a nice a influx of, of new excitement and energy will be 
will be really helpful. Yeah, he got uh, Sixers, Lakers tonight with Embiid being the beast. I don't know when this pot is coming out, but it is live on YouTube. So there is a 20% profit boost on a three-plus like same-game parlay for Lakers, Sixers tonight. A lot of fun. I just threw one together. I could pull it up and see what I put together. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. I mean, uh, smart. Uh, Joel, stat combo, 50-plus points, rebounds, and assists. 14 plus points for our guy Tyrese Maxey. One three for Tyrese. One three for Joel. One steal for Joel. One block for Joel. That was plus 475. They got boosted to plus five. So yeah, we'll take that. We'll take yeah, that. Like it. I don't want to put it. I keep effing myself because I always put Sixers money line in there, and then they don't. Yeah. Like uh, on Friday night before I proposed, both Ashley and I went to the Sixers game ahead of time, and right. we each had a parlay where all the numbers hit. We had Sixers money line in there, and they collapsed and, and they it, yeah. won. So it was, it was terrible. I mean, if we had, if they had won, and we hit the, you know, we won like three hundred dollars in yeah. parlays, and then I went and engaged, it would be even greater. But that would have been that. But it's almost it's more fitting that that I couldn't do it at an Eagles parade. I couldn't propose there because the Eagles weren't good enough to go that yeah. far, <laughs> and, and that the Sixers lost in this crazy collapse before I could do it. So. It actually, is, it's more poetic that way. Yeah, it was, that, was, that, that was perfect. That was actually very apropos to uh, exactly how your lives as, as Philadelphia sports fans have, have been to this point. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Late game on Sunday, San Francisco at LA. Rams are three and a half point favorites over under a set of 45 and a half. Niners money line plus 150. Rams money line minus 170. What do you like? I like the Niners and the points. I like the Niners spread. Yeah. Like I said, I'd rather take the spread than the money line. Yep. They're tough, man. I know Debo, um, Debo's banged up. Um, but everything I've been hearing and reading, he, you know, he'll be ready to go. I mean, listen, outside of guys having torn whatever, they're going to play. So I expect both teams to be full, you know, full strength. And um, I just think full strength that the the Niners are just the tougher team. I know the Rams have the bigger names, but I, I think the Niners are just Niners are a better team. They're a better team. They're tough, yes. man. They are tough. That's a I, kind I, of an old boomer thing to say, but they, they just play well together. Shanahan's a better coach. Shanahan owns Nick Bay. And 
as much as they want to get rid of Jimmy G, it seems Jimmy G's a punching bag. They're they're good with Jimmy G. It just it they just are. they just win. It's uh he has nowhere near the highs, but it's a little Folesian in the way that yeah. sometimes everyone just likes him and he has a really good record when he's on. He's like him. Guys like you can tell it's important, like, it's important when people like as we learned in the post Foles era, yeah, it's very important that your team likes your quarterback. Yeah, it's a little it's a little bit important, right? That your team likes your quarterback. Um, and that's why I think we were both fans of Hertz. And obviously the arm and the passing game wasn't the way there the way we wanted right. to be or needed to be this year, but he had a successful season. And I think again, that is due in part because he's a good leader, he's likable, and players play for him and they like him and just it's important. Oh, it's it's the most under like it's yeah. so it's such an overrated thing that it's underrated. Yeah. And he's a guy, you know. I, I think um, they did a um, wildcard weekend. They did a pre pregame thing where he said, you know, we read that we or we read the article where you know it basically said that he thrives off competition and he pretty much took the job from Carson Wentz um, because he you know he he wanted it more and he was you know he was built on that. So I think that. You know, I, I don't know who it'll be. I don't have any speculation. You know, this isn't a speculative pie, but I feel like there's gonna they are gonna try to bring in some kind of competition for him. Um, I mean, it's even if they don't swing the massive trade. I mean, would you be totally shocked if the 15 pick comes up on April 28th or whatever it is, and Goodell says the Eagles select Kenny Pickett quarterback Pittsburgh? Right. I would. Right. I, I don't I, know I if that's the move I would do. Probably yeah. not. Yeah. But I get, I get, I get the the rationale behind it. Yeah, you get it. They this listen the season. You, you reset the clock on the QB rookie contract, and I think that's actually the most important thing. Is yeah. Hertz hasn't developed a ton as a passer this season, and but they're already two years. They're already halfway through that rookie contract yeah. because he was a second round pick. They don't have that fifth year option to kind of wait things out. So they might be a little stuck right now. Yeah. But I think if they're gonna do the QB pick, now is the time because you're getting that guy with the full rookie contract, the extra fifth year because he's a first round pick and you have two yeah. other picks to load up around them. And also I also think that um it'll be interesting to see him I know I, I think I know how he'll react, but I would like I would love to see him react to you know getting a little push. Not saying again King Figgis the guy who's gonna come in and you, you know you make, think a push yeah. from a guy a rookie or a vet brought in or what's what's I think your, of, or like yeah, an example. I, I think of that man, and I, I think a you know it's tough because there's a lot of sucky quarterbacks in this league. Um, but you know, if if they're able to to bring in you know um, just a, a mildly used vet, there's a lot of guys who who rode the pine this year who who should have saw some time. But I, I think that um, you know there's 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 a ton of examples, but I really would like to see a lightly used vet come in and, and give him a push. I think that. Um, he's not a guy that needs motivation, but I, I, I love I love seeing him when he got something to fight for, and he had something to fight for when it was him versus Wentz. You know, yeah. like it wasn't his job; he had to go out and, and fight for it. So I, I feel like when he got something to fight for, he's a different person. Bring in Mariota. I'll never quit Mariota. So <laughs> like, whatever happens with the QB situation, if it hurts, I'm a hurt stand. I'm right. a Minshew stand, and I'm a Mariota stand. I won either way. No, you'll never, you'll never quit. Never quit Mariota. I would like no, I'll never quit him. That's the only NFL player where sometimes we do that for fun with NBA prospects, I think. Yeah. But that's the only player NFL type where I'm like, God, this guy like, just get him, uh, get him the right system and he's he's it still. I, I like I like Tyler Huntley a lot. Um he's I, a 
restricted free agent. Yeah, he's restricted. Um, I'm really interested to see what happens yeah. with that. Because, yeah. again, would you be surprised if they threw something at him? No. 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 And I think that – I think he's I'd rather – yeah. if, you're, if you're moving away from Hertz, which they say he's going to be a starter, it's, it's a GM speak, I'm, I'm yeah. cool. I think we're both cool with rolling with him for 2022. Yeah. Uh, but I think I'd rather throw the little bag at uh, Huntley rather than drafting a Kenny Pickett or Malik Willis yeah. or whoever. And you use those three picks to, you know, and then yeah. you don't have to flip one of those picks for 2023 for the QB optionality because you're saying this is our guy, Hurts is riding the pine, or they trade Hurts for late day two pick or, or whatever. And we and we already got NFL tape on Huntley, you know, like we've seen him against NFL. Yeah, it's not, it's it's not theoretical. No, he, right. he can play. You know, he can play exactly. Let me look up his uh, his vines right now, Tyler. So he is 23 turns 24 on February and February yeah, 3rd. Like that's cool. Jalen is 23. So like and Jalen's young for his class. Right. He was an undrafted rookie free agent. Yeah, he's just young for his class, exactly. Contract. He was undrafted out of Utah. Look at Spotrack, the uh, great resource. So he is an exclusive rights free agent. Yep. Which I think would mean it's very hard for the team. To part with him, yeah. But that's in the case that if he was just their stutter and there was no Lamar, it'd be really hard for him to leave. Yeah. But they're not going to break the bank on a backup quarterback when they have Lamar. Nah, and they. I mean, they. We've heard, we've read the same thing. They they love him. They love him a lot. You know, Harbaugh is like Harbaugh has a ton of confidence in him. You know, as a as a backup to Lamar. But um, I would agree. I don't see them breaking the bank to keep him. You know, you still have. They're, ideally, Lamar's coming back fully healthy next year, so I don't think that you you want to break the bank because you still need, you know, you got other stuff, you got other priorities around Lamar and around that defense. I mean, they have a defense that lost, I think, three guys to torn ACLs this year, and then um, an offense that that just needs a, a, a kind of revamping around um, around Lamar, and especially around his protection. So. They got some. They definitely got some holes to fill. That I, I could totally see them uh, sacrificing the wrong word because they like them, but I could totally see them maybe kind of just making a tough decision to to part ways with with Huntley. Yeah, I'm trying to get more info on the exclusive rights for agent because I know when a player has, uh, you know, as a restricted free agent, they teams can put a will have to put a tender on that tender, player. Yeah. Yep. So they'll put uh, – I know that it happened. I remember Cedric Thornton had like a third-round tender on him. Yep. And the higher the tender you put on that player, the more guaranteed money you have to give them. Yeah. Uh, but the tender means, say, the uh, – you know, this isn't Huntley, but just, just use a random example. Minshew, just say he was yep. a restricted free agent, and the Eagles put a second-round tender on him. They had to guarantee him X amount of money for that second-round level. But if yep. another team wanted to match that or beat it, they would have to part with a second round pick to the birds yeah. as part of it. So, like, you know, do you like Huntley enough to part with a second round pick or a third, you know, or a third rounder? Um, especially if it, I mean, if it's one of those things where you were already going to not burn, but spend one of those picks on a quarterback. Yeah. It's probably a wash for you anyway. Yeah. I don't know, man. See the most interesting domino. One, one. I mean, it's it, there's 
never going to be quarterback movement like I think there is going to be this offseason. We said the same thing last offseason. Yeah. Too. I think that the looks like from my cursory reading, the most uh, clear thing would be that he's going to need to get. You're probably going to need to uh, part with some comp draft compensation. Understand if you're going to have to get Huntley, but again, yeah. that's going to be cost less than it would cost to trade for Russell yeah. Wilson or whoever, yeah. obviously. 100% though. And yeah. there's, uh, you know, probably going to be a cheap, it's not going to be the uh, mega quarterback contract where, no. you know, he's making $25 million a year. Nice little middle ground. Obviously, you still might value the the true, true rookie scale uh, quarterback. And again, I, don't, I have no idea. I don't even have a ballpark idea of what his contract yeah. would be. But um, I would... Bet the Eagles are monitoring that and know how they feel oh, about for the situation sure, yeah. already. They already have Absolutely. their idea of how they're going to go after him if they want to go after him at all. They want to go, yeah, yeah, certainly. I will say for all the the uh, the critiques we have of the front office, they are sharp. Maybe not necessarily in terms of pure draft scouting, but in terms of all the other stuff on the the periphery with contracts and deals. Sometimes they know how he's guaranteed some vets contracts that. Yeah were bad in hindsight, but in terms of this stuff and having a plan and figuring out, you know, scouting yeah. other teams around the league, I think they're pretty sound in that stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's a, you know, um, that's a skill as well. I mean, obviously, um, you know, how he trusts that that part of his front office, you know, your scouting department is uber important because they work all year round and, and typically 24-7, so I'm sure – he went in and said, you know, what's the deal on Huntley? There's a Huntley file and there's a guy who knows every single thing about him, knows if his girlfriend is hot or ugly and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, so I think that, yeah, I, I think if they if they did pull a trigger on him, they would they will have done it knowing that, you know, he's he's got more more than enough potential to to make some noise here or that he's a guy who's going to come in and just be a really cool backup, you know, and, and always give, give Jalen the kind of, you know, uh, competition that, that he needs. But uh, I like him a lot. If he, you know, if, if he was, if he winds up in a, a, a Burr's jersey next year, I think it'll be a great thing for us. Yeah. I'd be down for it. You know, we like Hertz. I'm fine with him 2022, but yeah, absolutely. you can't, you can't just close the door and all options no. when it comes to NFL quarterback. No, yeah. You could have felt the, the same was said and it happened of Wentz even coming yeah. off the 2019 season when he led them to a division yeah. title and played in his first playoff game, though he played just a couple of yeah. games. I did see in terms of effing around my phone that I had said Bengals money line is plus 260, which it is on DraftKings. If you listen to this, check out FanDuel and Sid, which we usually recommend anyway. Yeah, They're plus 275 on FanDuel. So I'd rather yeah, definitely search. Now. Um I know, shop around. Shop around, check your check your email, you know, check your spam, like their um, you know, Fox Bet and dumbass boosts and stuff. Yeah, all these companies. Fox Bet is so bad. Yeah, Fox Bet is so bad, man. And they unless they, they, they want to throw us the bag, then they're the best. Right. And, <laughs> unless they want to. Unless they're writing a check, then they're just, you know, they're top of the line. But, um, you know, all those places, all those apps, they, they love sending emails, you know, three or four days before game day about, you know, what's going to happen and what you can and can do and bet. So definitely, definitely do your, do your due diligence to shop around. I would, don't, don't be in a haste to spend that 10 bucks so fast. But it's, it feels so good when you do. It's, it does. Yeah. That's, you, that's, yeah. When, it, when it's accepted, that 10 bucks, throwing that 10 bucks on there is, uh, that's 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 it. That's that's, that's how they get you. The that's how they get you. That's how they get you. Set, you set it and forget it. It's like an oven. You say, you know, you're done. 
it's in. I wonder if they have – I'd like to see this and see sometimes the books do a little trickery because usually you can bet on what the Super Bowl matchup would be. I wonder yeah. if the, the books are still offering that and what it would be compared to just parlaying those teams' money line. Yeah. Let me see if it's – I like that. Um, team futures. On DraftKings, they don't have – the matchups. I wonder if FanDuel has it. Oh, they did. They have named the finalist. So Chiefs and Rams plus 100. That's definitely worse odds than parlaying them money. Than parlay, yeah. Yeah. Don't fall for this stuff. Like, see, let's, let's look at it here. It says Bengals 49ers plus 850. All right, we got that. I've been exposing DraftKings recently, and they might have to cut me a nice check for me to stop. <laughs> oh. Parlaying them together, 49ers money line, Bengals money line, only plus 800. All right. I like that. All right. You just went up to notch one. DraftKings. Super Bowl 56 MVP. Ooh. Betting on that now is, is very interesting because team futures. So this is – sometimes I look at it Super Bowl MVP versus Super Bowl winner. Yeah. So the Chiefs are plus 120 to win the Super Bowl right now. But Patrick Mahomes is plus 175 to win Super Bowl MVP. Like, I think MVP. that's a better bet. That's a better because bet. Because if, if, they, if they're going to win, or even if he doesn't play, like, he didn't deserve to win Super Bowl MVP the other, the other year. It was Damian Williams. So well, even if they, I think yeah. you're just better off throwing the money on the quarterback. I would, just pull, I, would, I would say I would just put the money on him. And that's a, that's a much better bet to me. Also, um, Bengals plus 800. Joey B plus one thousand. That's what I was literally about to ask about Joey B's odds because that's. Um, I, I couldn't. I could see Garoppolo not winning just because he doesn't have that rep either. No, I could see Debo winning. Yeah, I could see D- Debo's plus fourteen hundred. He has one, two, three. He has the second best odds for a non-quarterback. So it's the f- four starters, and then Cup, and then Debo. Yeah, I could definitely see. I, I could definitely see Debo win. Um, Jimmy G just like you said, Jimmy G doesn't have that 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 rep. Um, I don't even know if he'll if he'd be able to complete enough passes to to, yeah. <laughs> to do it. Um if a if a Niners team made it and won, Debo would absolutely be would get, would get all my money for that bet. Yep. Jalen Ramsey plus fifteen thousand. It's it's really impossible for it. I mean, Von Miller is on here at plus six six thousand. I would yeah. have to assume he'd be the first defensive player ever to win two. Yeah, it's tough. It's really tough. It's, I, you know, you, it has to be a perfect storm where your quarterback kind of stinks and you're just. Do you know what I mean? It's uh like you know your Trent Dilfer twenty fifteen yeah. Payton yeah that type of stuff. You know Jim McMahon and 80, 85 Bears so like, like ultimate that. game manager quarterback yeah. stinks. Maybe you had you know get two pick sixes and a and a forced fumble. And like, yeah, Von Miller, you know, they had the safety. I think it right, was actually our old safety. friend, yeah, Mike, that Jackson, had that safety. Yeah. Super Bowl, or first Super Bowl uh, pot will be nice. Yeah, it'll be really cool, man. I, I That'll be a fun week. I like Super Bowl week. Um, we can also we'll bring in some crazy questions because I know uh, they like to ask him those stupid questions during Super Bowl week anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, some cool stuff to do. Maybe we could do a little event for it. We'll, we'll uh, yeah, let's we'll see. We'll talk yeah, we'll see what happens. I think it's gonna be. I, I love Super Bowl week. It's a fun week. It's also 
uh, they don't give us a break. It's a, it's also Valentine's week. So that that <laughs> two whole Sunday at the Super Bowl is Valentine's is Valentine's so Day. effed up. So we are, I mean, come on, you know, the well, Day of the Super Bowl should be a holiday, but not that type of holiday. Right. Not only is it not a holiday, it right, it, it, it's the wrong holiday. We asked for all these years, we asked for it to be a holiday, and they're like, here, Valentine's Day is one. Not like that. Right. We're like, no, 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 no. Reverse. Take that back. Take that back. Abort. All right. Got anything else? Um, I think that's it, man. The bet, you know, I would certainly uh, bet the Sixers tonight, except the money line. I, I love uh, – you know, you can get uh, JoJo at thirty plus. I would bet that. That's a kind of that's kind of a watch now because he's averaging literally thirty a game. But if you can get him at like forty plus, I would do that because um, right now he's on an absolute heater. Um, I would even, you know, you might be able to get him at a triple double, which I think would be fun. And, yeah, I think uh, the fifty stat combo. I like. Yeah, that. like if you can get him like a fifty stat combo, I, I think that'll be that's a lot of fun. Uh, keep an eye on them. Turn your watch. And your champs notifications on, and then uh, you're ready for some awesome football someday. All right, I like it, bro. Thank you as always. Thank you, man. Everyone out there, appreciate you tuning in. Uh, you can leave a five star review now on Spotify. So I know if you're using Apple, they've done that for years and years. You can leave a review, but yep. now you can throw us a five star review on Spotify. If you're listening on Spotify, please do so. It helps us out a lot. So thank you to. So for coming on, obviously he's a co-host, but thanks to our great producer, Rachelle. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Shameless underscore Plants. You can follow Zoe on Twitter at tweets underscore by underscore Zoe. And keep bleeding green. Have a nice, another great football weekend. Peace.